everyone out there in the podcast world. I hope that you are ready for a great week ahead. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about you, the real you, the authentic you. Maybe it is exactly as you present yourself to the world today, your job, where you live, who you live with, your personality, what you do with your time. But if you are like me and almost everyone that I know, you may have parts of yourself that qualifies as your authentic self and then maybe parts, other parts that you keep more hidden waiting for later or someday to come out or for other people to approve or for some other reason that you stop yourself from being your most real true you all of the time. Let me ask you two questions. The first is to think back to you as a child. Before your parents or guardians influenced you, before society helped to shape you, before your experiences helped to develop and change your personality and your actions, what are the things that you think about that child who was you and who they were inside? The second question is what if you knew that you had six months left on earth? What if you knew that your time was limited and some of the things that you might put off until someday had to suddenly be now or never? What would you do differently? Who would you be that might be different from who you are being every single day right now? Look at those changes And they might also be a clue to the real but hidden you. I think that one of the other reasons that people have parts of themselves that they don't honor is because they might think that you have to let everyone else know about it. It's almost like we picture that we have to hold up a big sign for all to see about who this new me is. Kind of like a coming out. When I first started thinking about the ways that I wanted to be more authentic, I pictured that it might include some situations where I had to just kind of stomp all over other people and what they wanted for me and I had to insert my way all over everyone else, which would of course be a reason that we would hold ourselves back from being the real us, right? How scary does that sound? But what if we didn't always have to let others know? What if it's only us that has to say, I see you, I hear you, and it's important, you're important. Only we have to give ourselves permission to really be who we are. I want to talk about why personality tests are so popular. Usually when we do some kind of a personality test or if we look at astrology or we have our chart read, something like that, we don't usually find out this other thing about us that's completely different from what we think of as us. And we say, oh, I wish that I knew that I was like that. That's not what usually happens. What usually happens is that we find out something that we already know about ourselves. And it just gives us a reason that we are like that, why we are like that. It gives us permission to be those things. 
So for me, my sun sign and in my human design chart, I'm a leader. I'm someone who wants to have an effect on others and their motivation. So what I think about when I hear that is, oh, there's a reason that I want to lead. There's a reason that I want to supervise and mentor and teach others. There's a reason that I want to have a podcast and programs that can help other people. So if I have any shyness or shame or guilt or, or fear around offering myself out as a leader, hearing that I'm supposed to be doing this can just kind of erase all of that. And I can replace it with the thought of this is my mission. This is my job. It's my purpose. But what if we can give ourselves that permission? What if there was no such thing as a personality test or astrology, what you are meant to do in life tests? What if it all just came from the inside? What is inside ourselves? Our knowing of what we are meant to be and do. What would that look like if whatever it was that we lived as a kid, we just kept up with and worked on and brought out our talents and our skills and our gifts to the world without any fear about it. So this can manifest itself in a big way, such as a career choice, our partner choice, our big life choices. But let's also talk about the small choices that affect us every day. Something as simple as We recharge by being with other people around us a lot. Or maybe we recharge by being at home or by being by ourselves or with one other person at a time in nature or by traveling, by reading, by journaling, exercising, meditating, whatever it is that fills your bucket. Imagine that you took a test or had a reading or had someone read your fortune or draw your blood or come to you in a dream or whatever it is that said that you were born that way. You were wired that way. You are supposed to be the one that does that, whatever that thing is for you. Whether it's that you're introverted, extroverted, loud or quiet or a leader or a follower, a team builder, whatever it was. How do you picture that if you were told that that is what you really were inside, how would that change who you were in the world? Would you be those things with more confidence, with a sense that that's who you are and it's fine, it's okay, it's good that you're that way? I think that most people would. I recently was in a situation where I wanted to speak up about something happening around me that I didn't like. Someone else was making a decision that affected me that actually felt like it was my decision to make, not someone else's decision. It didn't really affect them. They were just trying to be helpful to me. But their decision to do something a certain way was not what I wanted and their help was not helpful. So instead of me explaining what the exact circumstance was to you, I would rather have you picture something in your life that you can relate this to. So think of a time where someone else was kind of crossing a line with you 
and deciding something for you that you didn't want. If you don't have an example that comes to mind, then I just want you to picture inviting someone over to your house that decides that your furniture should be moved around to a better layout that they think would work better for you. And you already like how your furniture is laid out. You like it, there aren't any problems with it, and you feel like it's your decision how your furniture should be laid out, not your guest's decision. But they are over there just trying to help you in your life, which you don't find the least bit helpful at all. Okay, so that's sort of like the circumstance that I was in. So in this circumstance, it had me thinking about what my authentic self was. I certainly was this person that wanted something that was my decision to be my decision. Maybe someone else would just love that they had a friend that cared so much about them and that wanted to be helpful in that way. And they would want to try the new layout to see if maybe it was better and they just didn't realize it yet. But that was definitely not my authentic self. I also am not the kind of person that might just really loudly and rudely put that person in their place or tell them off. For some people, that would just maybe come naturally to them to say, oh no, my furniture, my house, mind your own business. Thanks, but no thanks. But that wasn't me. What I want to be, who I feel that I am inside is a teacher, someone who realizes that other people always have good intentions, even if those good intentions are to just give themselves something that they need. So I want to react that way. But I had to fight the other part of me that was taught that it's rude to speak up to anyone else in any situation to contradict them or to start something with someone else. That's not the authentic part of me. That's just how I was raised, to be good, make nice, be polite. So I want to be someone who's working on myself. So I did say something. Did I do it perfectly? I don't know. If I had the chance to do it over again, would I do anything differently? Yeah. I probably, you know, these are the kind of situations that I go back over and over in my mind and picture different ways that I could handle it, different words that I could say, you know, different timing of what to say when. But the fact is that I did something about it, that about what I wanted is enough to start a new neural pathway in my brain that I can practice over and over again when someone else comes into my decisions to make my decisions for me. Every time that I don't back down and allow that, but instead say something, is practice that strengthens that new habit to react in the new way. It's like starting any new habit. If you want to stop grabbing a cookie after dinner and eat fruit, every single time that you Turn your nose up to the cookie and say no. And every time that you choose the fruit is practice. You make those actions stronger and stronger each time until the new actions become your new habit. But every time that you give in and grab a cookie, you strengthen that action. You practice that action. These aren't isolated incidents. It's not about grabbing a cookie one time. You make it 
either easier or harder the next time that you're in that situation. So it's the same thing with being your real self. I want you to think back to that image of the little girl or a little boy that we talked about earlier. Who was she or he? What was that child really like? What were the dreams that little one had? And if you knew that you had only six months left, what would that little one want for his or her life? I want you to re-parent yourself. Be the parent that you deserve and give love and kindness and forgiveness to yourself for anything that might be holding you back from being the real you. You might feel that you have had some things that have happened to you in your life that you didn't deserve. You might have had some trauma that's affecting you today. I want you to think about what that reparenting process would look like if you could just make it all better. If you helped that little child just be the best version of him or herself. And I want you to think about what is one little thing that you can do today to give yourself the gift of being yourself and telling yourself that is there is nothing wrong with the things that you want for yourself. Make one little change, even if it is deciding that you are going to do something that might make someone else a little uncomfortable or upset. As long as it is something that is your decision to make, then make it. Just do it. I want you to wish others well and give them grace and love and just let them figure out their own stuff. You take care of you today. Go on that walk when maybe someone else wants you to watch TV with them. Or say no to that invitation if you just want to stay home and be alone. Or invite that person on vacation with you instead of being afraid that you will hurt someone else's feelings. Ask that person on a date. Break up with that person already instead of worrying about what everyone else will think. Quit that job. Go after that dream job. Read that book instead of making dinner for your spouse when you aren't even hungry. Let other people figure some stuff out. Stop honoring yourself last. And then when you do, it's so much fun to do things for other people when you take care of yourself. You will be able to treat others really well without the resentment that comes when you do for them and not for you. It's all a part of that self-care and you do it for yourself. You don't do it against others. Have a wonderful week, my friends.